1: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It's July 22nd. It's 2021. And we have eight baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by the man himself, Dre, Drizzy 26, one of the hottest DFS players in the world right now. What's happening, buddy?
2: Um, I'm just hanging in there, trying to
1: hopefully have another good night
2: tonight if possible. Uh, but we got to see if these Houston Astros and Boston Reds I can continue to put up some runs.
1: This guy's like, ah, just hanging in there, trying to have another big night that, you know, what, like 15 big nights over the last, like, month and a half. Um, I mean, you've been crushing it, dude. Congrats. <laughs>
2: oh, thank you. I appreciate it, Stevie. You know, just trying to, you know, be the best and just, you know, continue to put the work in to keep climbing and keep grinding.
1: So, I mean, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. All right, let's get into it. We got eight games. Um, I mean, uh, for the it feels like all week this week it's been like the pitching's been so, eh. um, you know, the weekend's gonna get all the good pitching. It feels like this weekend you're not gonna hear me talk about good pitching this week is what it seems like. So, uh, let's get started with Atlanta at Philadelphia. This game has a nine total. Atlanta's a one twenty five favorite. We got Charlie Morton against Matt Moore. Any interest here in Charlie Morton?
2: Um. I mean, with the slate being like just looking at the slate right now briefly, Charlie more and at least on DK is at like eight seven. I'm probably gonna have a little bit of interest in them. Just for just for the simple fact of the price. And like I said, pitching is not all that great today. Um as as it has been in the past couple of days. So I can see myself getting some a little bit um definitely on DK. Um and probably on 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 FanDuel as well, being at eight eight. So um, I I like those prices for him. Um, even though the matchup's a little bit tough, tougher, Philly been playing a little bit better lately. Um, I still think I want to get to him for sure, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, Philly is. is I feel like there's such a hit or miss offense. Like uh, Charlie Morton is one of the the more talented pitchers on the slate. You're looking at this Philly lineup and their strikeouts like Rumuto, McCutcheon, Hoskins, they, like they're, they're overall above average hitters, but I mean, there's still guys that strike out, even like Brad Miller. If he's in there, you're, you're really worried about like Gene Segura. He doesn't strike out. Bryce Harper actually is a guy that, you know, has a high walk rate with a low, lower strikeout rate. So, I mean, I think Charlie Morton's in play, not my favorite, but I think he's in play and then, on the other side of this game, you got Matt Moore. Um, I mean the Braves lineup is really banged up right now, but I, I still don't see myself using Matt Moore. Do you have any interest in him here?
2: No, none whatsoever. Um, I'll be probably just trying to get as many bats. Um, hopefully, even though I know the Braves lineup is gonna be like a little bit watered down. I still might try to get some of the bats in there as like a mini stack in there against them.
1: Yeah, it's like any of these. Any of these righties, um, you know, against more like this guy, 405 woba, 290 ISO, 47% hard hit rate against right-handed hitters this season. So any of these righties, uh, as far as the bats go for Atlanta, I mean, it's the, the the righties, like I just said, Swanson, Albies, Riley, if he's in there, you could potentially get some value um, with some of these righties that are cheaper. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Braves?
2: Well, oh, definitely. Those are the, the main bats I would definitely attack. I don't even mind. I know um, Freddie Freeman, I know knows a lefty, but I still like him a little bit. Uh, he'll be different. He'll be someone I think that'll be a little bit lower on the tournament. So he's someone I definitely don't mind having a part of my stack to be different Um, in the lineup. So I know, you know he has that power and he still brings that upside to the um, to the table. So those are definitely the bats I don't mind for sure. I love um, getting to Albie's line in this spot too. Um, against him, so that's someone I would target for sure. Along with Swanson, um, and probably, like I guess, I go with a, a little bit of Freddie Freeman. That's a little bit of a different approach. If you want to go like a little three man to be different with that, um, with the with him.
1: Uh, on the other side, do you have any interest here in the Phillies? Well, The Phillies, uh, I have a, I have some interest,
2: but I think I'm just going to see how. Um, how weather plays tomorrow well because I know in Philly it's been a little bit hotter. So, um, Morris, I know he's not the best pitcher on the slate today, but he still is a decent pitcher. So, um, I do like to try if he's gonna be popular, I do like trying to take some of these bats against him. I do like trying to get you know to a little bit of like a like a like like Reese Hoskins, maybe in the lineup. Uh, definitely like you talked about, uh, Bryce Harper before too, and DD if he's in the lineup. I love taking those, those guys, too, and Segura. So, I don't mind playing Philly at all. They're probably not be my top overall stack, but I'm definitely going to have some of, some exposure to them, um, especially if it's going to be hot and humid um, out in Philly.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you're, when you're targeting Charlie Morton, you really want guys to make a lot of hard contact because, like, he is a guy, and you want guys to hit the ball up in the air. So, I mean, when you're looking at this Philly lineup overall, Harper Hoskins, maybe would be the guys um, like Harper, I think is pretty much matchup proof. Um, McCutcheon's been running on the really good side of variance this season, but he's a high ground ball guy. And like, that worries me. Hoskins is a big time fly ball guy. DD Dee a fly ball guy. So like, I think they're okay. It's an eight game slate. They're not my favorite. Um, you know, if they're coming in at very low ownership, maybe that's where, you take a shot or two but again i don't like i don't see myself ending up there we got san diego at miami no total in this game um blake snell against thompson it sounds like it's going to be zach thompson starting or opening this game um for miami any interest here in blake snell definitely no 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 um, he's like, no. yeah,
2: no, he's just been he's not the same Blake Snow as, as, as he was before. He had one good game, um, out of probably like maybe his past what five, six, seven starts, and it was against the Met. I mean, it was against, yeah, the Mets. We had like we had 61 fantasy points on uh on FanDuel, probably like around 70. I mean, around what then he had what 38 yeah on 38 on, on, on dk so yeah that, that's i can't that was a more down mess lineup i think that took everything from blake style i don't think he's really healthy yet so until i see that he's completely healthy and back to normal i can't roster blake style
1: i just want to see what his ownership looks like here because the marlins lineup kind of stinks i mean you're really worried about like Marte Duvall and um, Jesus Aguilar unless they can go like very right-handed heavy against them here. And they can, depending on, you know, some of the injuries and stuff. Um, But with Cooper out and Chisholm out, I mean, this lineup is not as scary as it, you know, it typically is. Snell has been terrible. Um, No doubt about it. Like he has really struggled 52% hard hit rate against righties this season. So, if he's going to be really popular because of the price, I'm more apt to play in some of the Marlins' bats than I am to play Blake Snell. Um, and then Zach Thompson on the other side, I mean, we don't have a large sample size on him. I mean, the strikeout rate in, in AAA looks promising, but he's he's facing San Diego. Like, I know it's a good ballpark, but we're not paying $8,900 for Zach Thompson going up against San Diego.
2: No, definitely not. I can't. I can't see myself. I might have maybe a little bit of exposure, of anything, but I can't see myself getting to him for that price. He's, he's just too he's just too expensive for me. Um, and I'd rather just, like I said, I'd rather go down and play a lot of Charlie Morton than play and play him against some other pitchers that we have on the slate, um, even though pitching is horrible. But it, I'm not taking a chance against San Diego, even though it, it is a pitcher's park and not a park made for hitting. But i rather like the bats on this side of the game um, than uh, the pitching.
1: Uh, I mean, the bats here for San Diego, I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. is always someone that's in play. Um, I think Gresham at 3,700 stands out a lot. Eric Hosmer at 4K. Even if you're wanting to play like Machado and Tatis, like the San Diego stack is not as expensive as it usually is.
2: Yes, I agree with that. So I I definitely I I love Gresham in this spot to me. To me, he's going to be probably one of my favorite plays to get to from this team. And obviously Tatis, um, he's just almost, as you would say, bachelor proof. That's why I consider Tatis. he got to take the chance of every single day. So I, I I love getting to those two as my top two hitters from San Diego. Then, obviously, some Manny Machado. And then uh, I would try to work my way maybe down a lot or two.
1: Um, maybe get a little bit.
2: I, I know he's not a popular play, but uh, Joe Panning in my stacks just to be different.
1: Uh, as far as Miami goes, I mean, Marte, Aguilar, Duvall, obviously, those guys stand out here, but I mean Alfaro is twenty five hundred on DraftKings. Like, if you're looking for a cheap catcher, I, I think it really, you know, Dre. When we're looking at this spot, like if Snell is going to be popular, I think we have to look at the Miami Marlins here. Yeah, I was going to say
2: that if, if Snell is popular tomorrow on DK, I will probably have a lot of Miami bats um, tomorrow. I, I, I already know and I, I can see it happening. It just it just makes sense to me because um, everyone's going to think that, hey, you know, they're going to psych themselves into playing now because this pitch is not that good on the slate and then they're going to sit there and say, well, we have to take somebody and he has someone that has that upside, but he hasn't been that great all this year, so to me, I, I I love taking Miami in this spot and going with the guys like you said, like Alfaro is definitely someone I like, I like to look at uh Marte. Um, even though I know they've been doing a lot of weird things with Marte um, as far as having him in and out the lineup, he's someone I love to get in the lineup. If he's gonna play out of Duvall as well, um, and in Miguel Rojas. So like the top half of the lineup is is some someone that's definitely in play for me and I'll probably be happy on in tournaments because I don't think no one's gonna really be on them and probably be on more so on the snail side.
1: All right we're moving on it is the Yankees and the Red Sox one of the best rivalries in baseball and it, it seems like they play each other every other week. Um, we had a 10 total in this game. And Boston's a slight favor here at 120. Jordan Montgomery against Tanner um, Houch, I think is how he says his name. Um, any interest here in Montgomery?
2: I mean, the price is appealing, but the Red Sox is just hitting too well right now. Um, I, I might I might have a little bit, but probably not that much. Um, his price looks good, uh, a little bit like uh, at least I guess okay on, on DraftKings on, on, and on FanDuel as well. Um, it depends what I need as far as the bats wise, if I get to, or not, but I can see myself having a little bit of exposure to them, but not that much because, like I said, Boston's been hitting so well, uh, this year,
1: yeah. I mean, and they're hitting the ball really well right now. Um, yes. so I, I think this is a really tough spot, um, for Montgomery, uh, and I'm just out. Um, Tanner Halk. I just – I don't know. The This lineup is so banged up right now, so banged up. Um, I just don't know if I can trust how to pitch deep into this game, you know, what, 60, 70 pitches, 80 if we're, like, super lucky. Um, I, mean, I mean, it's somewhat appealing, but I don't know if I can do it. I mean – 5300.
2: That's that's a cheap price on DK. So it might be worth the shot, especially with, like I said, with the Yankees not having their best lineup out there. Especially if you can make it to five innings, I'll be happy with them at that price. Um, that's why I look at it. So I don't. So I definitely do not mind having some to some shots, taking some shots with him in tournaments um, because the lineup has just not been been great. It was that with with COVID protocols right now. Um, so. I'll take my chances on playing him a little bit in tournaments, but he's not gonna be my first option that I look at. He's gonna be someone I use to maybe help me get into more higher ex- own expensive bats to get different with my stacks.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're playing, if you're playing a, I think even if you're playing like a twenty entry max tournament on DraftKings today, um, I think you you get exposure to him at that. And like the reason that I'm saying that is we don't want to play Matt Moore. I don't think we want to play Quantrell. We don't want to play Patino and anybody that goes under eight K is going to be looking at Snell and Heaney. So, I mean, you're just, you're trying to, you're trying to get a little different and like the Yankees lineup. I mean, this is a lineup that is just, I mean, it's without judge. It's without Luke Voigt, It's without Ursula. It's without Higgs. I mean, it is really banged up right now between COVID and injury. Um, so it's not your typical Yankees lineup. Uh, let's talk bats in this game. Anything standing out to you here for the Yankees? Um, for the Yankees?
2: Not really. I might I might take a couple shots with them. Um, it's obviously a predominantly righty lineup. So I like O'Dora as a one-off, um, obviously, and then the park where you get hit. But um, – um I might I like him, I like DJ a little bit too as well. Um, and I guess we got to see if they're gonna have Tyler Wade in the lineup or not. Um, because if he is in the lineup, I like targeting him um a little bit. Um because the Yankees, like and this is the thing, it's a catch 22 with them because like the I think it was it not this, the night before last, they had um the same order down line but put up with like seven or eight runs. Um, so that was kind of interesting. I wasn't expecting that. With the, with the, with that line that they had out there, so um, there's still the Yankees, and still we're taking a little bit of shots on with, with some of the players that they have because they, they they clearly have some type of talent throughout the whole um, their, their lineups. But I don't think it's someone that you have to get a lot of exposure to. I would say B have like maybe like one or two lineups if, if at all in like a 150 max or or if you're running like 50 lineups with with the exposed Yankees.
1: Listen, I mean, the bad Sox, the bad portion of the Red Sox bullpen is bad. So, I mean, if the Yankees get to this kid early and they're putting up runs, and I mean, Hulk might not even make it at like the third inning, then you're getting that bad part of the bullpen, and like it's 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 in Fenway. So, I mean, it's very possible. Yeah, they could score 10-plus here. It wouldn't shock me. Um, uh, the Red Sox side of this game, I love the Red Sox. I, I think the downside to the Red Sox is obviously the Yankees' bullpen. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're getting J.D. at 4.4. Kiki Hernandez, your lead leadoff at 3.8. Hunter Renfro is 3K. Vasquez is 2.9K. I mean, even like Dahlbeck's 2.4K. This lineup just overall is really cheap for this spot. Yes, it is. It's very
2: cheap and cheap on both sides for the most part, too. So I, I love getting, I love getting to them. They're probably like, if I have to, if I have to guess this right now um, from my looking at the slate, they're probably going to be easily like one of my top two, if not three favorite stacks to go with tomorrow. Um and obviously, going to get different with the lineups a little bit, but I love everyone that's going to um, be, everyone that's projected to be in that lineup right now um, from top to bottom. Um, so I, I will try to get as much exposure to the red sets as I possibly can. Um, and I definitely, I love, 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 love. I don't know how many times I can say this. I love Kiki, targeting like Kiki Hernandez tomorrow and um, and uh, what is his name? Xander Bogarts.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the rest of the stack is just so cheap that it's so easy to, like, get Xander and those guys in there. So, I mean, yeah, I think this is a great spot to target the Red Sox. And they're hitting home runs in bunches right now. Um, So you just want to keep that, keep that rolling. And, I mean, you always like to play the Red Sox and the Yankees. I like when the Red Sox beat the Yankees, but... Anyway. Um,
2: that's a whole other story we could talk about because
1: yeah, I mean,
2: listen, <laughs> we for the opposite side of that.
1: <laughs> both of our teams are not that good, so we have a lot that we're we're waiting. Uh, like as a Red Sox fan, I'm like, all right, bring on next year. Um, we got all Tampa. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, the Yankees can't stay healthy either. They're, it's not like they're bad. It, like, if they if they make the playoffs, they they could make a run, but um, we'll see. Tampa at Cleveland, nine total. Tampa is a 127 favorite here. Patino against Quantrill. Any interest here in Patino? Um, not
2: really. Um, I, it depends. Well, it depends how many innings he's gonna go, which I'm looking right now at his previous innings. He's like his the most he's gonna his last outing, which was five like five innings. So if he can get that against this. Terrible Cleveland lineup. Then I would have a little bit of interest because um, pitching is just not that great today. But if he can't, then then I have no interest. I to have to dig into the numbers a little bit more, look at his strikeout rate, um, and how how it fares. So, but I can't see myself getting to that much of him tomorrow. Honestly,
1: I mean this lineup is really really banged up right now, especially if Jose Ramirez doesn't play. Um, but I mean overall it's not like patino's a big strikeout guy um so i think i think he's okay like i i wouldn't go out of my way to like talk you off of playing him but i feel like there are guys in this range that could outscore him um i mean he has a 32% k rate against righties and like a 15% k rate against lefties so if they do roll out a bunch of righties here then i have way more interest in him but i mean It's all gonna I think it's all gonna come down to what this lineup looks like. I think that's what we're gonna be looking at. We're gonna be researching him when the lineup comes out because there is possibility of having like six or seven righties in this lineup tomorrow. And if Jose Ramirez is not in it, I mean it's not like crushing lefties in this lineup either. So I mean, we'll have to see. Uh Quantrill on the other side of this game. I mean, this guy, you know, he throw he's been throwing 85 to 90 pitches here recently. But I mean, I, you got to overpower the race, and he's not a guy that's going to go out and overpower the race. Yeah, and
2: I, and I agree with that. So he's someone that I definitely do not want to have at all. Like, am I playing at all tomorrow um, against temporary race? Because because we know that they, they like to switch their lineups based on the pitcher and the, and everything, how how they go. So that's not something I'm looking to target. Uh, I would like to target like elite pitchers going against the Rays more so than so like like, like Quantrell. So, um, yeah, he's someone that's, that's a no for me.
1: I mean, really just any pitcher that has a strikeout rate over like 25%, 27% is in play against the Rays because of how much they strike out. But this dude has a 16% K rate. He has a 263 ISO and he's allowing 41% hard contact on 45% fly balls to lefties. So I think I think we're looking at some of these raised bats here, um, these lefties. What are your thoughts here on the race?
2: Uh, yep, I agree with that 100%. The lefties is, is what's in play for me. Um, someone I definitely can't wait to uh, use. Like, they're going to be, and I think they're not going to be as high on as, well, maybe because it's an eight-game state, they might end up being as high on uh, or lose least mediocre on, but they're not going to be that popular for teams, so I think you get away with probably having a few stacks of them, and again, and hopefully into you know a big game by them. Um, I, I love obviously, like you said, the lefties like G-Man Choice, so I like a lot, uh, Brandon Lau or Low, um, like a lot, Joey Wendell. Uh, those guys are definitely guys that definitely want to target in my lineups and have them for sure, um, even in the Austin Meadows as well. So, and Kieran Myers just left these a little down this lineup that they're going to probably have, and I would just honestly play as many as, them as I possibly can. I like them as a little bit of a sneaky snack today, actually. Um, now that I'm, I'm thinking more about it, I'm to the to lineup too as well.
1: Um, Cleveland Bats, anything stand out to you here for Cleveland. I mean, yeah, this lineup is just so banged up right now um, that it's really hard to trust any of these guys. Um, Up next, we got the Cubs and the Cardinals. Eight total here. Cardinals are 135 favorites. We got Alizé against Kim. Um, Any interest here in Alizé? In Alizé? I mean...
2: I... I probably can't. I mean, it's in tournaments. I said you can a little bit because he does have enough talent where he can probably pay off his price. Because it's and it in is um, St. Louis who they they haven't been hitting as well as they normally happen. But Allisay also hasn't been pitching that great either. So I, I I like him. I like I like having maybe a little bit of exposure to him in tournaments, um, especially to be different. I don't think he, I will know how high on he's going to be, but he's someone I would definitely like to get to, especially with pitching being so, in general, up in the air lately
1: too as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it really depends on the lineup. Like the the lineup that they rolled out, the lineup that they rolled out on Wednesday, they only had two lefties in there. So if they're going to roll out a six seven right-handed heavy lineup i mean this guy is very good against righties where he struggles his lefties like he allows a lot of hard contact a lot of power to lefties and i mean he just really hasn't developed that like lefty out pitch yet um and i mean we see this from time to time like his slider is just not as effect you know efficient as it is against righties so or effective so I, i think alizé depends on the lineup but i definitely think he's in play today um you know we're gonna Probably see enough righties to make him very playable. And then Kim on the other side of this game. I mean, the Cubs are struggling big time right now. My problem with Kim is he's just not a big strikeout guy. He's 8,100. He's priced like he's a big strikeout guy. He just dominated this team a couple of weeks ago. What are your thoughts on Kim? Yeah. And that's what I'm going to
2: try to take a chance on, too. Um, He's someone he's like. I know we know he's not a big strikeout guy, but the Cubs have just—it's been so bad lately. I think he's warrants you taking a chance on him in tournaments. Maybe not that much of a chance, but a little bit. Um, so he's still I definitely. will probably keep my pool tomorrow and get a little bit of exposure to him. Uh, more so, definitely um, on DK uh, than than FanDuel for
1: sure. Yeah, I mean. As far as the bats go, Baez is super interesting and Wisdom super interesting. If Bryant's back in the lineup, I mean, it's a lefty righty matchup. What are your thoughts here when it comes to the the Cubs? Cubs, oh man,
2: it's like I, I'm 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 a little different with them because they're, old, they're they've been sometimes when they have any good matchups and haven't crushed when they should have, and they have the perfect spot too. Um they've just been playing so bad lately. I don't know why. Um, I know besides people, some people being injured and hurt and out the lineup, but I, I don't I'm gonna have a little bit exposure to why. I, I like bias, uh, definitely tomorrow for sure. Um, and I don't mind getting to even a little bit of Contreras if you said um and Rizzo, um, even though I know it's a lefty lefty. Um, so and even Hap, so like they they have some good hitters still there and like you said wisdom as well it's just more so how are they going to perform so it's just more so i'm iffy on them i think i'll have a little bit of exposure not that much um but i guess we'll just have to see where where it falls with it
1: i mean i really like the rizzo call um because, like, it is lefty-lefty, and not only a lot of people are going to play him, but, I mean, he's very good against lefties, and, and Kim, you know, he walks lefties, and he struggles with, like, command against lefties a lot. So, I mean, you could go Contreras, Rizzo, Baez, wisdom, four-man, and if Brian's in there, you can make it a five-man. So, um, I don't hate it. So down in the Cubs right now. So, yeah. it's like any – I mean, they're the definition of, like, variance. Uh, like, they yes. just – uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's so tough to like play them, but I mean, I I think I think they're okay, but I mean, we'll see. Do you have any interest in the Cardinals bats? Um, not really. Uh, this this another
2: team, like I just can't seem to really play much lately. I I rather just not play them at all personally. I'd rather take just to stand on Alize being uh, better and, dom- and uh, more dominant against them. Then play them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I want to target lefties against Alizé, and it's like, what are these lefties that I'm going to like get super excited about? Well, none of them. So, I mean, that's probably where I end up here. We move on. We got the Angels and the Twins. This game currently sitting at a nine total, and the Twins are a 140 favorite. Andrew Heaney, Kenton Maeda. Um, any interest here in Andrew Heaney? Um,
2: maybe a little bit, not a lot. Um, it's not going to be that many options. So I expect him to kind of be maybe a little bit more popular, um, tomorrow, especially versus, um, especially versus the, um, the Minnesota twins. Um, and his price point is at six so on DK, which is a really good price, but I'm going to probably not have that much exposure to him. He hasn't been great in the last few outings. Um, and I just wanted—I wanted to wait and see, wait, take a wait approach and see how he does. Um, and this Minnesota team, I know they do—they do have a lot of uh, big bats that will strike out, but I think they also have a lot of bats that they can that can hit really well. Obviously, hit the ball really well and, and put the ball in play. So he's someone I'm going to have maybe a little bit, but not a lot of exposure to tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I mean, overall, when you're looking at this Minnesota team they're much better against left-handed pitching. So, if he needs to be chalk, it it goes back to the whole like Blake Snell conversation. Um I think that like this is a spot you just kind of stay away from. Um Maeda on the other side of this game is 9K. Um like I I don't love I don't love the price tag, but I mean with Rendon and Trout out, I mean you're you're beating like three guys. And I should have said like Justin Upton too. Um, I mean you're you're beating three guys. So I mean Upton's getting close too. So we'll see if he's back or not. Do you have any interest here in Kenta Maeda?
2: Yeah, I do. Um, I know we the only person we really got worried about that lineup is obviously Shohei, but um I, I'll take my chances and play some Maeda. Um, Pinting like, Pinsy's just not that great today. Um, as we talked about before, and, and he's someone I think that you can take that chance on. And 9k is an expensive price to pay. Um, but I, but I'm gonna bet on that he can get some of the strikeouts and, and get and have some upside in this matchup and, and perform well. All
1: right, let's talk bats here. Anything standing out to you for the Angels? Um, Angels.
2: Not really besides Shohei. Honestly. The only person I would play with me is right now as, as a one off. Um, and, and that's exactly because he's because he's not not almost but almost like guaranteed, I guess he had a home run every single night that he's up at bat, but um he's just a guy I would be, would be on for sure.
1: Um yeah, I mean, as far as like Otani. He's in play every single day at this point. Jared Walsh was like playable and like his price is so expensive now that it's so tough to to play him. Um I mean he's the other like power threat right now in this lineup. Um the Minnesota side of things, I mean, I kind of want to attack Heaney here. Like we we've seen blow up andrew heaney and we've seen like dominant andrew heaney and like if you get the blow up andrew heaney like you get nelson cruz you got polanco you got garver josh donaldson there's enough righties in this lineup to do damage here uh against a guy like Heaney. yes and
2: i agree um and i, I love uh, to me minnesota is another team i like um i like also like target Snell and garver um, I don't know if you mentioned Garvin, you might have, but he. Those are just two other guys I like uh, getting to um, in that lineup for sure. Um, and I even even if what, Max Kepler, he should hopefully be in a lineup tomorrow. I know it's a lefty lefty, but he's someone I definitely don't mind getting to, for. Um, and and um, as well as Trevor Larned, so pretty much just everyone in that lineup, I, I don't mind having a full stack of them tomorrow and seeing where the chips fall with them.
1: Um, yeah, we'll see what happens here in Minnesota. I think they're very playable on the slate. We move on. We got San Francisco at L.A. taking on the Dodgers. We got Bueller going up against Descalfani in this one. Eight total. The Dodgers are 170 favor here. Um, any interest here in Descalfani? I mean,
2: I want to see what the Dodgers lineup looks like tomorrow because we, we were hearing a couple guys are are getting ready to come back. Um, but I'm not sure. So, so if we can get a lineup out early enough, that that gains my interest in in them for sure. Granted, they're still dangerous regardless. But if Mookie Betts is not in there still, and, and Seager's not in there still, then then I kind of um then I kind of want to take some chances and play some Discalpani. Um, uh, but if but if they are back and going to be there, then I probably be out on him for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean. I don't, I don't see myself using Descafani at 9,300, but if Turner bets are out and this lineup is really, really bad, then, I mean, you got to adjust to lineups every single day that you're playing fantasy baseball Uh, Walker Bueller on the other side of this game, as much as I love the giants overall, I think Walker Bueller is the best play on the slate. This giants lineup is just really banged up right now um, with Longoria Crawford and belt out. Um, So what are your thoughts here when it comes to um, Walker Buehler? Yeah, just just play
2: him. <laughs> he's the best pitcher on the slate. Dude. I mean, there's other options you can take a chance on, yes, but to me, just play Walker Buehler. He he he's just the closest thing to, an, he's I guess an ace or the closest thing to an ace on the slate. And he's so I think we just have to lock in tomorrow. Um, at least on probably Fanduel, uh, ten point five K is a little bit price. It's not that. Expensive to pay for him. I think he's worth the price point. Um, and yeah, we'll just play him. And then on, on DK, he's at, what is he on DK? Uh, 10 5 2. So yeah, just lock him in and figure, it out, and figure out who your SP2 is from there. I, I wouldn't even worry about it.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, as far as bats, I don't really have any interest in the Giants here.
2: But yeah, me either. Um, maybe, maybe guys as a one off. If anything, but that's about it. Other than that, I can't see myself getting to him, and maybe, maybe even a little bit of uh, Lamonte Wade too. that's about it. So, so some of those lefties in there they can maybe he can get to Walker Bueller a little bit, but that that's about it.
1: Um, and then uh, as far as the Dodgers go, I mean, if this is really going to be the lineup, and you you really just Muncy Smith. Taylor, I, I just – I don't see myself using the Dodgers at these prices.
2: Yeah, I can't – Um, I can't see myself targeting them that much. I don't, I don't know how many runs they're going to put up. I don't think it will be a lot with the way the lineup is looking. Um, so it, it would be – I would be out of them. But if you did want to target some of them, I would definitely target uh, obviously guys like Bullet Ballinger for sure as a well, top two uh, options to see maybe if we get Beattie back in the lineup too as well. Um, that I would take some chances on them too. But other than that, I would probably be out of the Dodgers as a whole tomorrow.
1: All right, we finish it out with Oakland at Seattle, Sean Maniah and Chris Flexen. Um, any interest here in Sean Maniah?
2: I was struggling with this because I was looking at this late early before we got on today. I want to play Sean Maniah, I really do. I just don't know. I mean, he's, he's been pitching well too. And like he's been pitching horrible lately, but how much of him am I going to get to? I don't know. With with me having a few other pitchers that I might, might want to target more, and maybe some bats I like. But I like him. The last time he played Seattle, he pitched a great game. Um, I'll do my best to get to. I like him in the spot, uh, but I don't know how much I want to get to. Honestly, just being realistic.
1: Uh, I mean, depending on like the value that we get on this slate, if I can go Bueller Mania, I think there that's like one of a very few amount of combos on this slate that can go for fifty plus fantasy points as far as like pitching. Yeah, and I mean, getting fifty from your pitchers is always like, all right. Well, if my if my like secondary stack helps out my main stack, then like I'm 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 cruising when that kind of stuff happens. So. I mean I still prefer prefer Bueller over Manaya, but I don't hate the idea, especially in cash games of like playing them together. It seems like for the last ever since like the all star break, it seems like every day there's like at least one or two two k players um you know that are just coming to play um I don't know. I, I like Manaya. I'm definitely not going out of my way to play bats against him. Uh, Chris Flexen on the other side of this game. I mean, I think he's okay. He's not a terrible option. He's not like a, a guy that typically goes out and gets a bunch of strikeouts. You get your upside from Flexen from not allowing a lot of home runs and walks and going deeper into games. Um, do you have any interest in him here?
2: Uh, not 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 much interested in honestly going against Oakland. Um, uh, I think I'm gonna try to take some of the Oakland bats on that side of the game as a little bit of a, maybe a late night hammer, uh, in my opinion. Um, I, I just can't see he's been pitching well lately too, but I just can't see myself uh really being on him that much t- tomorrow, honestly.
1: Um. I mean, man, so many bats in these early games are so much better than some of these bats in the late games. It feels like. Do you have any interest here in Oakland?
2: Uh, I have a, just a tiny bit, not not that much interest in Oakland, but uh, enough where I might where, where I don't want to target like uh, um, I don't want to target flexing as much. Um, like I do, like I like I like the guys like Matt Olson uh, for sure, Mitch, Mitch Moreland. If he's going to be in, the, in this particular line that we have out right now. I like into him, Jared Low, uh, Jed Low, Larry. is one I definitely like as well too. Um, as far as like one top three guys from, from that team that I definitely um, don't mind getting to um in this lineup too. And I don't mind taking some shots with like Elvis um, too as well. Uh, but we, I guess we just have to wait to see what the lineup has, too. Uh, Mark Cannon is another one I know, righty, righty, but I think he can do a. Um, he can always get uh, hit and get on some bases and and, and do some damage.
1: oh good old oakland man and then as far as like <laughs> seattle goes i mean hanniger as a one-off maybe but he's so expensive that i mean how many times are you really gonna end up on a one-off on him
2: yeah i'm not much honestly um but and this is i would love i would love to definitely try to get some of the like the one offs like hanniger someone as a top one-off for me um i don't know how you feel about how do you feel about getting a little bit too uh um what's his name um i know uh uh like like jp crawford or or uh or ty france um against him
1: yeah but like france okay so here's the problem with france in my opinion crawford sure don't hate that idea but like france is a first baseman at 4400 yeah like how <laughs> many times are you gonna one off a first baseman when you're like looking to stack um i, I mean that I, I feel like is the the problem right yeah it is,
2: but to me it's also different where he's, where it makes it makes your lineups different unique so I kind of don't I don't buy that idea, but I get what you're saying
1: yeah i but listen, I get what you're saying too about making your lineups unique, but gosh, I hate one off um yeah I hate one off in first basemans and like shamanaya is so good too. That I don't know. I, I listen. I hear you, but I at the end of the day, I would much rather play like Jesus Aguilar in in like a three man stack against Snell and make my lineups different that way.
2: I agree with you. I I'm not, I agree with that. take, So because definitely with Snell is a much better matchup and going against so um, going against him. So yeah, you're right.
1: Um. All right. Let's play the morning grind game and then um. We'll get out of here. Under 8k to get six or more strikeouts. Um, who do you got here?
2: Under 8k to get six or more.
1: <laughs> oh
2: god. Oh, goodness. Oh, he's just over 8k too. Goodness gracious. Um I can't remember to say this guy. Um I'm gonna take a chance and say uh, nah, I can't even say I can't for my lips to say that. I'm going to say, even though even though I like Oakland a little bit, then I will go uh, flexing.
1: I mean, I think he's the guy. <laughs> um, I like it, it's it's pretty pretty bad. Um, I guess I'm going to go Tanner Houck and hope he gets the job again against this line. Oh,
2: I, actually, uh, in fact, I'll change it to Louis Patino. Uh, Patino. Actually, I thought about I forgot about him. Briefly against Cleveland, that bad Cleveland lineup.
1: I
0: like
1: it. All right. Um over 8K to score under 15.
2: You mean that the All
1: right. I mean, I, I feel like I have to go Zach Thompson. It's such a tough matchup against the Padres. Um over four K to hit a home run. Who do you got?
2: Over four K to hit a home run. Um give me
1: uh I'll give you a really muta. All right, that is not who I thought you were gonna say. Um, I like it. I'm gonna go a little contrarian today and go Sterling Marte uh against Blake Snell. Um, under 4k to get two hits, under 4k to get two hits.
2: See, I'm trying to be different with these picks and pick players I know who I would target so. Um, that'd be kind of off the board and different. Um goodness gracious. You know, since since I am a I'm a Yankees guy, if he's in a lineup tomorrow, um I would say Greg Allen if he's in the lineup tomorrow. To get to
1: uh, I mean, man. That's, I feel like that's such Yankees. (laughs) Um, I'm messing with you. Give me Trent Grisham, um, at 3,700. We talked about him when we were talking about the Padres. Yep. Um, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. Oh, Miami. Uh, You took my pick. Um, give me Minnesota. We're going to take the two teams against the jockey cheap pitchers. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no, um, not really. Just say, just
2: want to say, you know, don't be afraid to get different. Uh, Pitching obviously has been shaky lately, but just try to dig into the numbers and be, feel comfortable with who you like and play them uh, and have confidence in them. Um, I recommend everyone don't play Blake Style, but if you want to play Blake Style because of his past. Do it, and I'll be glad to make money off you guys. And that's all I have.
1: <laughs> well, would it be interesting here, like, if yeah. Blake Snell ends up being, like, very low-owned, then it's like, well, oh, do, I end up taking, do I end up taking shots on him? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do we end up taking shots on Blake uh, Snell? They'll
2: don't, don't, I mean... don't, don't tell me with that. They will tell me with that, and, I, and that's what will happen to Watch it.
1: Oh, I know. I hope it doesn't happen. I'll be honest with you. I I, I hope it doesn't happen because I don't like I said, I don't want to play him here. So Oh, I agree
2: with you. All
1: right. That's gonna wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking more baseball. Good luck everyone. We'll see you then.